Yeah.
Yahuwah, Almighty and gracious Abba, who art in heaven, holy be thy name. Abba, our everlasting Allahim, thine kingdom comes and thine will be done Amen. on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. We humbly come before you in this gathering to praise and thank you for your strength and gift of life. Thank you, Abba, for setting us apart and bringing us into your assembly. Thank you for your unfailing love and sacrificing your only begotten son to redeem our souls. Because of you, we have a living hope and can look forward to your blessed day when our Lord and Savior, Yahusha, will return to collect his assembly. Abba, please grant us your blessing of your Holy Spirit. Strengthen our faith and help us to endure all trials and sufferings on your path of righteousness. Please grant us the discipline humility, compassion, and empathy to dedicate our lives as your humble and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. Respecting and obeying your commandments and doing your will. Guide us with the light of your words and grant us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to learn to listen and discern the truth throughout our study of your holy scriptures. For us to follow your voice and that of our Lord and Savior, King Yahusha, as our true shepherd. Yahusha, our Lord and Savior, our Messiah and King of Kings, thine is the throne of all graces. As the light of this world, we look up to you and worship you as our great Redeemer. Please bless us with your spirit throughout our worship service and grant us the patience to remain focused on your teachings to improve our listening skills so we can become faithful and valuable members of your assembly. Yahuwah Abba, please forgive us all our sins and trespasses and heal all afflicted with sickness and pain. Restore and strengthen our health. Bless thine servants assigned to share the good news of the gospel. Help us deliver thine lesson with power and clarity to sanctify and adequately prepare us to appear before thee in a perfect relationship in harmony and united with Yahusha Christ. Amen. Kindly accept and bless our offerings to help with propagation and restoration work yes. and to support those in need. Abba, we thank you for listening to our prayer 
and humbly beg for everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, our King of Kings, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. Amen. afternoon, good evening, depending on the time of your location where you are. My beloved brethren, Shabbat Shalom, blessings and greetings to every one of you, and praises be unto our almighty Yahuwah and Yahusha for blessing us once again with this opportunity to gather here today to commemorate this particular Sabbath day to render worship and glory in the holy name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. My beloved brethren, today's lesson is all about spiritual listening, connecting with God and one another. What is spiritual listening? According to the website of globallisteningcenter.org, spiritual listening embodies all of our senses as we offer ourselves to another freely and without expectation, providing the opening for deep communion. It is an exchange from the deepest level of our humanity. We feel at home with one another, resting in the grace and peace of our relationship. Listening involves attention, presence, and hospitality. It's a component of devotion, nurturing, and wonder. Listening is a bridge to the wisdom of sacred text and spiritual teachers. It is essential to the discernment process whereby we identify Yahuwah God's messages for us. Listening enables us to tune in to others and our inner voices of intuition and conscience. It is how we know we are part of the natural technological, and media worlds. Listening might sound simple, but it can be pretty challenging. It takes practice to be an excellent listener. 
We should start by listening like a baby does upon entering a sound for the first time. Then listen like a child, noticing music, rhythm, and various noises. Next, please tune in to the messages coming to us from all directions and multiple levels of experience. And remember, the advice of our wise and learned elders, speak only half as much as you listen. Spiritual listening requires excellent effort. There is no way, there is no other way to show our regard and respect for Yahuwah and Yahusha than to listen to them genuinely. Having a listening heart will lead us to a deepening of our relationship and a greater sense of self-respect for all our friends, families, and associates. But most significantly for Yahuwah, our God, and Yahusha, our Savior. Conversely, the world nowadays has a crisis of listening and an inability or unwillingness to listen. That is a symptom of self-centeredness. It signals that people are shut up in themselves, not interested in participating in their surroundings. They want to hear themselves talking, but are not willing to listen. Because of this, many conflicts, misunderstandings, and broken marriages exist. Did you know that listen is the same Hebrew word as hear? It's Shama, the very first word of the greatest commandment of all. Shama does not simply mean to hear with your ears, but it's all about action. To start our lessons for today, our first question is, how can we members of the assembly apply spiritual listening to one another. And for the answer, we go to the book of James, chapter 1, verse 19, down to 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. How can we, members of the assembly, apply spiritual listening to one another? The verse we have read above provides us with three concise directives. As members of the assembly, we must put them into practice. They will allow us to exemplify Yahuwah, God's holy righteous character. We can apply spiritual listening to one another by always remembering to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to anger. Why does the Bible emphasize that we must be quick to listen? 
The Bible emphasized that we must be quick to listen because as Christians, we must recognize the importance of listening well to people and to God. When we listen well, we develop a connection and show empathy and respect for the one we are listening to. Empathy and respect plays a vital role in enhancing our listening skills. Our friends, family, and associates will feel honored that they are listening to. How can we show empathy and respect when listening to others? When listening to others, we can show empathy and respect by giving them our full attention and trying to understand their perspectives and opinions. What happens when we are engaging or listening to someone? When engaging or listening to someone, two things can occur based on our actions. Our actions will either help or hinder our understanding. Our action will either strengthen or weaken our relationship. But what must we also do to enhance our listening? To enhance our listening, we must also avoid becoming angry. Why must we be slow to become angry? We must be slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness desired by Yahuwah God. So, as members of the assembly of Yahusha, we must instead choose to do things right. And that will bring us spiritual growth. What does the Bible warn us when we listen to others? The answer is found in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 23 down to 25. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Consider carefully what you hear. He continued, with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And even more, whoever has, whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have, will be taken from them. What does the Bible warn us when we listen to others? The Bible warns us to pay close attention to what we hear. We are encouraged to heed Yahusha's words and strive to understand what he is teaching. Why must we pay close attention to what Yahusha is teaching? We must pay close attention to Yahusha's teachings because the closer we listen, the more understanding we will be given and even more. Yahusha warned us to be careful when judging others because he will use, he will also use the measures we use to measure us. How can we be careful in listening to the teachings of Yahusha? We can be careful in listening to Yahusha's teachings by having a soft heart, 
while being serious about wanting to learn from him. Why must we possess a soft heart? We must possess a soft heart because the softer a person's heart is, the more truth Yahuwah God will reveal. Why must we possess? The Bible says to anyone with ears to hear, let him, let them hear. So we must all be willing and receptive to receive the message we hear from Yahusha. Why must we be attentive to receive more knowledge? We must be attentive to receive more knowledge because those who fail to understand may lose even what they initially had. How else can we be careful in our listening? Which is one of the most important aspects of listening. For the answer, we go to the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2 and verse 15. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge. For the ears of the wise seek it out. How else can we be careful in our listening? We can be, be, we can be careful in our listening by having a discerning heart. Being prudent and having a discerning heart will give us more desire to acquire knowledge. How do we apply discernment? Applying discernment involves critical thinking, analyzing the information presented, and assessing the valid validity of what we hear. How else must we discern? We must also discern by testing all things we hear and read. Verif verify information and take a moment to reflect on what we heard or read. Before forming conclusions. And how else? We can also discern by seeking to understand before being understood. Some people don't listen to understand, but only listen to reply. What does the Bible call those kinds of people? The Bible called those kinds of people fools because they only delight in airing their own opinions. But how must we seek to understand? We must seek to understand by adequately discerning all things to acquire knowledge. How else can we seek knowledge from other people? We find the answer in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 5, down to 7. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. For understanding Proverbs 
and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of Yahuwah is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So how else can we seek knowledge? From other people? The proverb we have just read highlights the fundamental virtue of the wise, which is the desire to learn. Just like a virtuous wise man, we must also seek and desire to learn by listening to others to add to our knowledge. But most importantly, we must desire to learn and listen to the words of Yahuwah God. And how do we listen and learn from the words of Yahuwah God? To listen, we must first be in attendance. But the fundamental virtue of a wise one is twofold. Being in attendance and be attentive. When going to or attending church is just for the sake of attendance, it will not in itself increase any learning. To gain wisdom from the words of Yahuwah God, we must be in attendance and attentive to the preaching and teaching instructions. So what must we also do? Besides being attentive, and listening. Besides being attentive and listening, we must also be discerning. Why must we also be discerning? We must also be discerning to receive guidance for understanding. And what do we need guidance for? We need guidance to understand the proverbs, parables, sayings, and riddles of the wise to increase our learning. Where does knowledge begin? Knowledge begins by having the fear and respect for Yahuwah, our God. When we attend Bible lesson and worship services and are attentive to the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha's teachings, we learn and understand more about his words and will. We will also learn about the commandments we must obey and what we must do to receive the blessings we yearn for. Why is the fear of Yahuwah God the beginning of knowledge? The fear of Yahuwah God begins knowledge because only fools despise wisdom and instruction. How do we delight more in listening to Yahuwah and Yahusha? We find the answer in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 20 down to 22. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to, one, to one's whole body. How do we delight more in listening? to Yahuwah and Yahusha. In the above verse, Solomon gave his son the path to success in life. To succeed in this life, we must also listen more 
to Yahuwah and Yahusha's words by paying attention to what they say in the Holy Scriptures. In other words, we must listen to the preaching, study, and meditate upon Yahuwah and Yahusha's words. What must we not do? We must never let the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha out of sight. Look at the present situation in the world. Look at the chaos and problems. And it's all because of the world has turned its back on the words of Yahuwah God. Instead, what must we do with the words of Yahuwah God? We must keep them within our hearts. Yahuwah wants us to pay attention to him and his words because his words will bring life and health to us. We must fill our thoughts with Yahuwah and Yahusha's words until they penetrate deep into our spirit. When our hearts are full of his wise teaching and instruction, they will become an ever-present resource of wisdom in future, in future times of need. What do we receive for keeping Yahuwah's word in our hearts? Keeping Yahuwah's word in our hearts is life for those who find them. By treasuring and meditating on the words of Yahuwah God and Yahusha, we will experience a peaceful and blessed life with a living hope. What else is also the benefit of finding the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha? Finding the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha is healing for our whole body. So in conclusion of this first part of our lesson, we must seek wisdom, avoid bad company, and continue on the right paths of goodness and truth. Finding the words of Yahuwah and Yahusha is finding life and healing for our whole body. Those who discover these words will live, really live. Body and soul, they are bursting with health. I thank you for, for your patience and for listening to me, my brethren. May Yahuwah and Yahusha continue to bless you because the remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by our beloved brother, John. Thank you. Shabbat shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. If you noticed, our creator, our father, Yahuwah, created us with two ears, but only one mouth. This suggests to us that it is better to listen than it is to speak. In other words, we need to listen more and speak less. And when we practice the skill of active listening, two things happen. Number one, the person that we are speaking with, they feel understood. And also, number two, we are able to better understand the people that we are around with. And so when others feel more understood and we are able to understand, what happens? There is this connection that we make with the people we love, connection that we make with the people that surround us. And this is what 
it's all about. This is why it's so important for us to always practice active listening because it creates connection. And connection is powerful when it comes to nourishing and cultivating relationships. Relationships in our home, relationship at work, and every kind of relationship in between. However, in our study today, we're focusing not just on active listening that produces connection with our fellow men. Most of all, we want to know how we can connect with our creator, with Yahuwah himself, through what is called spiritual listening. So how can we learn the principles of spiritual listening? And so let's go ahead and continue our studies in the book of 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. How can we apply spiritual listening so that we can connect to our God who created us? It begins by reading the Holy Bible, because how can we learn spiritual listening if we don't listen or are able to listen from our Father in heaven? Did you know God speaks to us all of the time? Well, how does God speak to us today? God speaks to us through the scripture. What is the proof of this? Apostle Paul says, all scripture is God breathe. What does that mean? It means the reason why we have a Bible in the first place is because God breathed his spirit into the people who wrote the Bible. But what is the significance of this? It means when we read the Bible, we also receive the voice of our Father in heaven. Because when we read the Bible, it is as though God is speaking or breathing to us. This is why if we want to learn spiritual listening, it begins by reading the Bible. But how must we read the Bible? What is the purpose of the Holy Scriptures? One purpose is not just to teach us. It also tells us it is for rebuking and correcting. How many here like to be rebuked? Not too many of us like to be rebuked. We don't like to be corrected. This is why when people read the Bible, they don't apply spiritual listening. You know what they apply? They apply selective hearing. They only select passages in the Holy Bible that they want to hear and affirm what they want to believe. But that's not the way of spiritual listening. What's the difference between spiritual listening and selective listening? Spiritual listening is when we read the Bible and are prepared to be corrected and prepared to be rebuked. It's the way by which we can benefit from the study of the Word of God. So when you read the Holy Bible, be prepared to be transformed by allowing Yahuwah to correct and rebuke our life. How else can we fully benefit from the teachings of the Word of God? Let's read the book of Matthew 4, 3 to 4. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Yahushua answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. How can we fully benefit from reading the Bible, from reading the Word of God? Our King Yahushua said something provocative, something compelling. He says, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word 
that comes from the mouth of God. I'm sure you've heard this saying before. We all know bread represents what? Represents food. We all need food. We cannot live without food because food nourishes the physical body. However, as important as food is, there's something even more important. What is that? It is the spiritual food, which is the word of our almighty God. It is crucial that we understand why our King Yahushua has connected or gave the analogy of food when it comes to the word of God. Question, how often do we eat food, beloved brethren? We eat food every day, right? Unless, of course, you're practicing fasting. There are times you do away without food. But for most of us, and the purpose of food, it's created so that we can be nourished every day. Not just some of the time, but all of the time. And so if food is something we eat every day, do you think the word of God is something that we need to also eat every day? Yeah, this is why in the Assembly of Yahushua, we have what is called the Bible reading program. Go to our website, go to our Facebook page. We have a daily Bible reading guide. We want you to practice reading the Bible every day because when we read the Bible every day, we are eating the food for our so, and how can we fully benefit when we study the Word of God every day? Bible says, Yahushua says, every word that comes from the mouth of God is what will sustain us. Do you know what it means to eat the Word of God? Because throughout Scripture, you're going to find these phrases where it says you eat the Word of God, you chew the Word of God. Do you know what, what that actually means, to eat the Word of God? Because you can only benefit from food when you really eat it. So you digest it, right? And digestion begins in the mouth when you begin to chew the food. And so what's the equivalent of that? It simply means meditating, reflecting on the Word of God. You see, when we read the Word of God, we don't just read it without thinking and processing when we read the Word of God, we need to slow down and let the Word of God kind of change the way we think, change the way we feel. We absorb the nutrients of the Word of God and let the Word of God change what we believe, what we think, and change our hearts. That's the first principle of spiritual listening. Letting Yahuwah change us, correct us, and transform each and every one of us. But what is the second principle of spiritual listening? Let's read the book of James 1, 22 to 25. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. What also is another principle of spiritual listening so that we can benefit fully from the words of our Father. Bible says, don't just listen to the word, do what it says. It's about action. Remember the first principle 
of spiritual velocity. We read the word of God prepared to be changed, prepared to be corrected. The second principle is connected with that. We read the word of God prepared to take action. Because if we read the word of God, but we don't take action, we don't really fully benefit from the teachings of Abba. Because Yahuwah wants us not just to be changed in the way we think. He also wants us to be changed in the way we act. It's only then that we will be blessed in everything that we do with Yahuwah. It is then that we connect to the word of our Almighty Father. This is why when we read the Holy Bible, we cannot see ourselves as looking in the mirror. This is what James speaks of. A man who looks at himself in the mirror. How many here like to look at themselves in the mirror? We all like to look at ourselves in the mirror. But question is, why do we do that? I mean, before we go off to the public, before we drive off to work, we prepare ourselves, right? And then we look at the mirror. When you look at the mirror, what's your purpose? Your purpose is to look for something that is out of place, right? And so you look at the mirror, your hair is out of place, what do you do? You fix it. You see your tie is out of place, what do you do? You fix it. And so when you see something out of place, something that needs to be correcting, the purpose of looking at a mirror so that you can correct yourself. And so when we read the Word of God, what must we be prepared to do? We need to make adjustments in our life, maybe in our speech, maybe in our deeds. We need to learn how to change and take action on that change. That's how we benefit from the Word of God. The result, we connect to God. And God connects with us. And so this is what we need to do as we wait for the great day when Yahuwah will send his beloved son. So how can we continue to prepare for the day of our salvation? Let's read the book of Acts 2.42-44. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. I want to pause there for a while. This is the book of Acts chapter 2. 42 to 44. What can we say about this gathering of the early followers of our King Yahushua? You can kind of say this is like the first congregational worship service because this happened on the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2 is about Pentecost. When Yahuwah, through Yahushua, sends the power of the Holy Spirit and he began to speak in tongues, and we have the Apostle Peter who began to preach the first sermon. And the Bible says, after this was done, the disciples, early followers of our King Yahushua, they decided to always devote themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. And so when the church or the ecclesia was born, they were devoted in the teaching of the apostles and in fellowship. When Yahusha is preparing to return, we also need to do the same thing. We need to be devoted in the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. How can we be devoted to the apostles' teaching? We find that written where? In the Holy Bible. How can we devote ourselves into fellowship? when we also spend time to be together 
Bible study and also in our worship gatherings. Because when we gather for worship, we are able to connect with God and also connect with one another. So we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship with God. And this prepares us for the second advent of our King, Yahusha HaMashiach. So beloved brethren, let us apply spiritual listening. Let us read the word of God. Let us listen to our fellow men. And as we listen to each other, as we listen to the words of God, allow God to transform our life. And if we are able to apply spiritual listening in our life, what would be the fruit or the great result of it? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. The book of Isaiah 55, 2 down to 3. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good. And you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. Here we have Yahuwah speaking. And in his speaking, it's actually an invitation to all people. Because if you read Isaiah 55, he's inviting even those who have no money. You know, back in the days and even today, when you were rich, you're able to get the best foods, the richest affair, right? You don't just have steak, you have filet mignon. What do you have? You don't just have regular food. You have five-star food. When you're rich, but Yahuwah says, it doesn't matter what kind of food you're eating. It does not fully satisfy. There's only one thing that fully satisfies. What is that? It's what Yahuwah can give to us. And what Yahuwah can give to us, he offers to everyone. He invites everyone to eat from what he gives. And he says, listen and eat what is good. What is good that is being offered by Yahuwah is the richest affair. In other words, nothing can compare to it. What is Yahuwah speaking about here? He's speaking about what he feeds us and what he gives us. When we take the time to go to him and listen to him. You know what this invitation is all about? It is Yahuwah's invitation for all of us to spend time with him in prayer. Beloved brethren, do we ever spend time with our Father alone? Do we spend the time to talk to our Father? This is an invitation for all of us to pray. And when we pray, we think of communicating with God, which is what prayer is. But when you think of the word communicate, Communication is not simply talking. It's also what? Listening. Beloved brethren, when we pray, we have to give the opportunity for Yahuwah to talk to us as well so that we can listen. When we pray, do not rush to it. Spend time listening to God. Pray, say something to Him, and then take a pause. And in that silence, Allow Yahuwah to speak to you because he has so much to say to us because he's always thinking about us. 
He knows what we're going to go through. He knows the tribulation we're going to face. And he wants to assure us, my son, my daughter, I'm with you. And when we know for sure, Yahuwah is with us. Beloved brethren, that's better than any kind of physical food. This is what Yahuwah wants to offer us. It's what he wants to give us. But we can only taste it if we take the time to really listen to him. Beloved brethren, listen to our father. Let him speak to you. Let him change you. Let him transform your life. And allow him to be given the opportunity so that we can be connected to him. That's the purpose of our listening. So that we can be one with our father. One with his beloved son, Yahushua HaMashiach. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, thank you, Yahuwah Almighty, because of your invitation to approach you in prayer. And as we strive to listen to what you want to say to us, help us, Father, that we may discern your voice, that we may learn from you, there are times, because of our stubbornness, we are not able to discern what you want us to do. Perhaps because we don't really want to face the truth about our life because of fear, because of selfishness. This is who we are, Father. But you never give up on us. You always want us to grow. And so, because of your patience, and loving kindness, you take the time to somehow bring us onto yourself. When you see your people taking the time to meditate upon your word, and when we get into our private rooms and call your name Yahuwah, when we take the time and really listen to you, when we give space in the form of silence, during our prayer and meditation, in those times of silence, speak to us, Abba. Make yourself known to us, Abba. This is your invitation. We take it now, Abba Yahuwah. We need to hear from you. Nourish our faith. Strengthen our fellowship with you. Because without you, we will be lost. Where shall we go? What shall we do? Abba, transform our life. Bless us with fellowship with you. And fellowship with our fellow men. Our King Yahushua. Thank you for you stand as our mediator. Thank you for bringing us to Abba. We also pray to you. You are our shepherd. You also have a voice that we need to hear, that we can be your sheep following you wherever you may lead us. You are our true leader. You are our true pastor. May you please guide and lead each and every one of us every moment in our life. Father Yahuwah, may you take the time now to look upon your people. You know each and every one of us. Father, today, Maybe sometime later, may you give us a word. May you tell us what we need to change in our life. We promise we will take action. 
We will not procrastinate. We will do whatever you tell us. We only want to be close to you. But also we ask you, loving Abba, may you heal your people. If any of us be sick with any kind of illness, Father, we ask, may you heal us. May you send your holy power that we can be strengthened, replenished, so that we can have vitality, strength once again. Thank you, Father, for listening to our prayers, for blessing our homes and our families, for we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. May Yahuwah Abba's unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The grace and power of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us. And the constant companionship of the Ruach Kodash be with all of us now and forevermore. Amen. Uh, beloved brethren, just a few announcements uh, before we go ahead and uh, part ways. Uh, first of all, we have our children's ministry today. We had one last night. We also have one today at 11.30 p.m. Also. Uh, uh, today, yeah, 11.30 uh, a.m. today, not uh, p.m. Also, uh, tonight, we will have our BQA Tagalog, and our topic is Ang Iglesia ni Cristo bang isang katawan ni Cristo. What does it really mean when the Bible speaks of the body of Christ? Is that referring to one established and organized institution here on earth? This is what we're going to find out later on in our BQA Tagalog. Also, uh, we have next week is already our in-person gathering there in Edgewood, Washington. It's going to be a two-activity event. It's going to begin with worship at 10 o'clock a.m., followed by a well-being, a Bible-based well-being seminar at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you are unable to join us in person, of course, as usual, you can join us via Facebook or uh, Zoom so that we can participate in these activities as well. Also, and lastly, we have uh, another seminar uh, catered towards the younger members of the Assembly of Yehusha who are contemplating or perhaps wondering how they can find the one who will become their spouse. It's one of the most important decisions any person can make, and so we need to be prepared. We need to know the principles behind choosing the one. Take note, this is not a Valentine's Day special, okay? This, it just so happens it falls in February. But the purpose of this is to prepare the young members of the church for the next phase of their life, okay? And so this is what we're going to discuss on the 24th of February. That is all. In the Yahuwah Abba, in Yahusha HaMashiach, bless all of us.
free.